Welcome to the Afterwatch with Lavar and Phil. Welcome back to another episode of the Afterwatch, a podcast where we talk about movies and TV shows. That full spoiler conversation you have after you watch something you love or hate. I am Phil. My name is Lavar, but you can call me the Black Lex Luthor, <laughs> or the Black Doctor Doom, or the Blacker Apocalypse, whichever one you you you, you prefer. Okay, cool. I'm okay with either one. You can just call me Phil. You know what? I prefer Black <laughs> Lex Luthor to be honest with you. Yeah. So this is. Wait, what episode is this? This is we're doing chapter three. Okay, I thought it was up to four. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, because we did it a second time over. Yeah. I won't cut all this out. This is the remix. This is the remix. This is a P. Diddy remix. Chapter three, The Streets of Moss Espa, a.k.a. Oh, I forgot what the a.k.a. was. The Jesus AKA was watching. Oh, no. Well, the a.k.a. is a.k.a. Um, put my put some respect on my name. There you go. That's what Boba Fett is saying this episode. <laughs> I don't know, but that's I think that's what this episode should be called. <laughs> the director is Robert Rodriguez again, written again by John Favreau, uh, and I think all of them are written by John Favreau except for episode six, which is Favreau and Dave Filoni. Filoni, oh. Dave Filoni from uh, Star Wars clone animated series. Yeah, and I think he did some stuff for. Did he uh, do some for Mandalorian as well too? Young adult, uh, young. Justice, yeah, yeah. yeah also, yeah, yeah. this is uh, Mandalorian's his first foray into live action. Right, right, like, right. It was animated before, but Phil, what's a quick uh, synopsis on episode three, chapter three? Yeah, AKA, put some respect on my name. Uh, basically, uh, Fett is uh, approached by a watermonger who's saying that a gang is uh, stealing water from him in uh, Mos Espa, and uh, basically, he's just saying that everyone in Tatooine doesn't really respect Boba Fett as a Dadai died Dadai mole yet i'm not saying that properly the head honcho the head honcho the godfather of the area no one's respecting bobo fett thus far so then fett goes okay i'm gonna go deal with these these bikers and basically you think he's gonna there's gonna be a fight that breaks out but bobo fett he arranges a deal and he recruits these uh these cyborg uh biker guys to join his crew so then um after this, uh, he's in the the back to tank, uh, and he has like a flashback towards um, how things ended with him at being with the Tuscan people. Um, basically, he tried to arrange a deal with them, uh, with the people between who between them and another group. Yeah, with, between them and another group with the Pikes. Actually, yes, he tried to arrange a deal with the Pikes um, uh, for them going through his territory, and uh, basically, a, a biker gang killed all the tuscans and um he comes back to his village to see it all destroyed um he buries them boba fett is sad but then he's rudely woken up by uh chrysanthemum chrysanthemum the wookie the the really cool wookie that was in episode two the the wookie enforcer and he tries to kill boba fett the newly hired uh, uh bodyguards uh cyborg enforcers they help him fight him off and they capture uh, uh the wookie um in the sarlacc not the in the um rancor pit rancor basic pit, yeah. basically so then you flash forward to a very funny scene the next day where the twins come back with hat in hand saying oh sorry we sent an assassin to try to kill you here's a rancor for you as a gift and you can just kill the the wookie if you'd if you'd want to and the the twins basically tell him that they're getting off the planet because um 
another syndicate is coming and there's going to be war and they're not about getting all that smoke with all with with getting into a war or anything like that so um they leave and uh basically by the end of the episode they figure out from the mayor that really it is the pikes that are coming to the to the planet and want to take over that territory and uh it's a nice kind of interchange where you see because of the pikes basically you know uh boba fett lost his tribe in the tuscans but now the big bad threat towards boba fett is the impending war from the pike syndicate so that's pretty much the episode what do you think what did you think about it it was okay (laughs) i I didn't i didn't uh, i didn't really care for it all that much um i see the escalation of threats yes right so it goes from uh so if you go back from the first episode, the first threat was the um Assassins? No, this the the pit. Oh yeah, Solid Pit. pit. Solid pit. 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 Right. Moving to the Tuscans. Right. Then Tuscan Common Friends and then um I think after that then is is a biker gang and then the pikes. So the the sorry, the twins, then the pikes. Yes. So the escalation of the threat and then this threat being bringing all back around to the Tuscans again. Yeah. So there's an emotional motivation to get back at the Pikes. I don't know if he knows the Pikes are behind it. Yeah. Necessarily. I know the biker gang that was involved that he destroyed. Yeah, like, yeah. The the, the, the biker gang is responsible for the Tuscans dying, but it's the kind of the situation that the Pikes kind of put him in. No, but does he know that? Yeah, because he spoke with the Pikes. He spoke with... um. When he went to go make the deal. Okay. Um, He was saying... And then the, the Pike representative was saying, like, well, we're not going to deal with both of you guys we're gonna yes, deal with one right, or the other right. so then when he goes back he finds his village dead basically so yeah and and so and that was kind of cool it i think you mentioned this before we started recording there's a mafia style to it a mafia yeah. emphasis to it so think of godfather think of goodfellas think of you know whatever you know sopranos or whatever um and i i do like that that yeah. introducing other genres into this yeah it wasn't just westerns now now you have like gang mafia so mafia situation happening so that's cool um, interesting those elements are just c- cool but the episode overall feels like a filler without a filler thing a lot of corny jokes yeah um uh uh poor a, fan service in there, my there's opinion. a lot of lame in this episode yeah the lame rancor jokes yeah well even the thing like they had like a big chase sequence because they went to go s- to talk with the mayor and the mayor kind of dipped and they're trying to find like the and his assistant kind of tried to escape, and yeah. they sent the bikers that they recently acquired. He recently acquired. So th- these bikers are good. They're good bikers. They're a good crew. He's building his tribe. I, they help him. They save him from uh, Chrysanthemum, the yeah. Wookiee attack. And then, well, and, well, hold on, hold on. He, he didn't really help anybody. The Chrysanthemum was murking all of them. Yeah, he's dealing with all their cases. It was it was Fenric who I think opened up a trap door, and that was it. Yes, that's she true. she outsmarted him, but nobody was dealing with this. Nobody well, was fighting. He him. he would he would have died easily if the bikers didn't intervene. He wouldn't have died at all. He would have he killed would've... all. He he mangled all the bikers. Yeah. Well, no, no. Well, he, he that's the whole point of it. They're just saying like, oh, they're a little bit of a buffer. They this they uh, there's more help. There's there's more help than who who was a more help because huh? Boba Fett was getting tossed around. Yeah, he was, but like I said, he would have been dead to rights right right out the gate. Okay, so he that, died slower. Yeah, he would have died. Bikers. He would have died slower, okay. so Fennec could show up and save him. That's basically that's basically what happened. 
<laughs> so he has more cannon fodder for for his war. You could, that's that's never a bad thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think I think there's some lameness in it. Like you said, there is the filler. chase sequence was kind of was kind of lame, like, overdone. It was over. It's, I don't think the, the the effects for it were, were kind of like yeah. I was about to say that was the weakest effects I've seen in the series so far. Yes. Um. I think there's just too much going on and a lot of nothing happening in this episode. This episode was about 48 minutes, roughly. Yeah. It could have been like half of that, in my opinion. Um, mostly the whole episode exists to introduce a, uh, new allies and a bigger threat. Right. And up at this point, we haven't mentioned even... Um, you know what? I won't bring it up just yet. So go ahead. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, like th- there's a lot of lame... Like what was good in this episode? I think the... Um, Showing the conclusion of his Tuscan journey was something that was that was kind of cool. It ended in death. Yeah, and and that was kind of cool. And just even, um, I I really do like the new Wookiee that they've introduced, Kristanton. Uh, yeah, I really like I like him a lot. I, he's kind of like a fan service type character, but like he's like, oh, what would like a really hardcore like like a uh, bounty hunter or like enforcer Wookiee look like. And I was like, okay, well that that's Chrysanthemum, like a dark haired, you know, a shock of like gray hair in, in his uh, mane. Like I, I, he looks like a cool character. I, he's like one of my favorite designed characters yes, that they introduced. Cool. Yeah. I think, yeah, he probably between him and F- Fennec, uh, best looking characters. Oh, and the two bodyguards, the two green. Yeah. Yeah. Troll looking things. Yeah. They're, they're funny. Yeah, they're they're fun as well too. But yeah, there's not actually much to say about this episode. Like mm-hmm. it does show like Boba Fett's just his intention in terms of being like respected, a respected, a ruled. fair ruler. It, it's very Godfather esque, you know, where it's like um, um, Don Corleone, like he like was always about family. Like he's doing business on the on the day of his daughter's wedding. He wants to be fair. Yeah. Right. Ver, where versus Michael Corleone, he wants to you know succeed and be brutal. In a sense, right? Uh, like there's there's I a contrast. That. There, there is a definite- he didn't want to get involved. He wanted Initially, a legitimate life. I think that's something that carries out. He's a desire to legitimize, legitimize, make legitimate his family and his and and his family business. But he right. keeps on being drawn back to a violent, to the violent side of his of his family and his legacy. And that's what I would say about the Godfather. Well, the, I think the Godfather is is basically it is a story of like can family and work kind of coexist? Yeah, Michael Corleone. He says yes to that, mm. in which family and work can coexist, and that and aims like that kind of it makes him it softens him as as um, a leader, and also he's like respected as well too. Versus Michael, he doesn't believe those two things can coexist. Okay, right. So if if he's doing all family, he's doing all family. If he's doing all business, it's all business. And his business is brutal. And his business is brutal. So then. It even brings him to a point where he has his brother killed because the business is over the family. And also his brother betrayed the family. Yes, but the business is over the family. True, but the business has a direct connection to the family. So I yeah, think I think it's a little bit intertwined that. But I think that's an interesting synopsis and analysis. Yeah. I think very interesting. And I think that if we see that in Boba Fett, that will make this series a lot better. Yeah, but, but with Boba Fett, I think he's just trying to be... If he gets brutal, it's like you know this isn't gonna work out, and starts cutting off everybody. I say, okay, yeah, all right, cool. yeah. But I, I think I still think it's just something about his character, like they're tr- they're trying to rewrite Bobo Fett, yeah, right make now, him something else, yeah, make him something else. So we're seeing like the effect of them trying to rewrite him, and 
for for the most part it's not really working because i'm not really as in i'm not endeared to him yeah even though they're trying to make him make endearing choices so he doesn't brutalize the the gang members but he does something fair that doesn't necessarily endear me towards him because it makes me wonder because he keeps saying like oh do you, you don't know who i'm talking who you're talking to oh i'm i'm bobo fett yeah and it's just and like, like well, so what? well so so what i haven't seen i haven't seen nothing yet for me to actually be like oh i should put respect on your name yeah right yeah yeah um and he wants to do it in in a very honorable way and i'm not seeing that connection between like his relationship with the tuscans and him dealing with business now mm-hmm. you know in making a tribe or making tradition or ma- like i'm not seeing i'm not seeing that happening so it's just very contrasting for me so there's not much to be to be really said about this episode no. it's just really introducing a threat yeah for the most part well we can take up a few minutes and talking about a character we haven't talked about yet the uh new trilac that's not right twilik twilik thank you i apologize yeah. twilik character by the name of uh garza whip <laughs> sorry yeah. whip yes uh played by jennifer Beals, yeah, because she was introduced in the first episode. She basically runs um a bar, a cantina, a cantina, yeah, and called the sanctuary, yeah. Um, and I was reading an interview with Jennifer Beals. She's saying that character is a unique character. She moves not like she's not like other twilix twilix, yeah. Um, but she hasn't done anything. No, in a few she, episodes, yeah, she hasn't done anything. Basically, it's just and it's weird. Like it, it's actually a little bit weird because. It's kind of like um, a very small microcosm of like how people are to respect the the the, the Daimo. Mm-hmm. Like um, Boba Fett goes in there, they say, "Oh, can I clean your helmet?" They give him the helmet and they put money in it. Yeah, like it's like it's pay, like it's like tribute money. Like it's kind of showing what that relationship is, but it's only in that one establishment. Like we see tributes being people coming to him to pay tributes yeah. and we see him go to one place and get a tribute so that's so it's, it's, it's something a, about the dynamic between i guess her and her establishment and you know the daimo the kingpin of right. the territory right but that's never really explored there's, there's an illusion that she's significant she's special she has right. a unique position in society but after three episodes nothing really explored yeah it's re- it's really it feels like a missed opportunity or yeah. it's because you have a it, talented actress and the 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 design and the costume of the character is amazing. Yeah, like they really do a great job in practical effects uh, when dealing with costumes and uh, different creatures and stuff. It's amazing to look at. Right. But when you don't utilize certain star characters as a star character or an important character, and I'm presuming, yeah, it's supposed to be an important character because to hire Jennifer Beals. Yeah. But and and the thing is, like, it would be interesting if, like, said say, like, Boba Fett just starting out, like, say if he can't get the, um, yeah. like, what if they did it more gradually, like him taking over Jabba's territory again, mm-hmm. where he starts his business, he starts his, um, what's it called? His empire outside of the back of that establishment. Or as a bounty for her. Right. And move up the ranks in order to take her out or take her over and then take over um, Boba Fett's you know, yeah. uh, uh, not Boba Fett, sorry, Jabba the Hutt's territory, territory. over a period. Like, if this is what, and it's, I think this this is one of the issues I have, and I want to ask you a question before we end as well. Right. Is, if his, in, if his intention is to take over the territory. Right. Right, which obviously it is. Well, he run run the territory. He has a territory. Yes, to run it and right. to solidify his power. power. Right. And, and what have you. It, it doesn't seem to be 
showing us anything in right. that regards. Right. Or very little right. has been shown in him establishing power. Right. Um, and so I guess my question is, what is the purpose of this series thus far? Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I think later on it is revealed that he wants to be his own man and and kind of like not be a hired gun anymore. Okay, no, all right. So because episode four deals with that, right? So we can we can put a pin and yeah. pick it up in episode four then, right? But if that is the case, I feel that. And my whole thing with series and movies is always pacing at times. Yeah. Pacing either too quick or too slow or something's missing in the middle. Yeah. In this case, if that is the purpose or the conceit of the series, the pacing is brutally slow. Right. Getting there. And I think what it is, I think what, what it is with the series is that they're not aiming to um, show us what this, what um, Boba Fett being the Dodaimo means. Yes. They're not actually showing well, it. They, they, they show up but very fringe, very superficial. Yeah. And, and I, think, I think very poorly, actually. Okay. I think very poorly because even in, um, I think even at the end of this episode where they say like, oh, they have to prepare for war yeah. and eventually they're going to say they need more muscle. Boba Fett does say like, oh, I have money but I don't have muscle, right? If they just did even something visually, like they actually showed like the tributes, like say like the first episode, people are paying tributes and they're leaving the tributes yeah. down, right? And you see actually how much it is. And then if they do a flashback to Boba Fett and you see his tributes and you see it like larger, yes, right? Yeah. So then visually you see like, okay, well, he's not getting as many tributes as this person before and he wants to establish himself. Yes. And then, and then they're not really so, actually laying out what is the journey of him gaining like what does respect look like for him yes and what are the check the the stop way the yes. stop points yes. for him to getting this respect Each stop on a way to gain the respect that he right. desires so two quick things yeah in terms of visually showing the tributes and stuff it might be maybe think of 10 commandments right when um uh uh the king something was happening with the pharaoh and everybody from all around the um kingdom kingdom Empire, and yeah. outside the kingdom were bringing in like literally tributes and throwing out his feet. I think that would have been an interesting thing to see. But also, I think they kind of did show us mm-hmm. in the sense of you have um, uh, the mayor's assistant, the assistant mayor, right, assistant right. mayor came in and they're like, where's my tribute? And the mayor's like, yeah, we're not going to get you any. Right. And kind of what the reason was. So they kind of showed initially the disrespect there. Right. And then when the water manager came in and said, yo, we don't respect you. Right. So it is about him getting respect. It is about him achieving right. respect from the people, even though he has power. He has money, he has power, mm-hmm. but he not have respect. And so it just like, speaks something towards, I guess, human nature in terms of you can have material things and position in life, but if you don't have the respect of the people, right. you don't feel fulfilled. Right. So there's a level of unfulfillment in Bubba's life. Yeah. Cool. Right. I, like you said, I wish to kind of show that more. Yeah. I, I think they need to visually show what that means. He's an empty man. Yeah. Because like if you think of like any sort of cartel drama. Yeah. Right. And you think of like say Queen of the South or you think yeah. of like you you, you see the, the change of life, like their means yeah. of life change. Like so you see them get in the house. You see them like even if they're just in their house, you see them walking through like palatial like est- like establishments yeah. you see them going down like a, a crazy staircase yeah, you yeah, know yeah. they see a servant coming well, to serve them you see like you only see like maybe like one meal that they have when they have all the food yeah but like it's not big spread yeah yeah you're not seeing that constant like elaborateness of like 
his his prestige. You know, You're right. right. And so when that not being shown, we're not actually seeing the goal he's actually trying to attain too. Just a dude who lives in a cave right. with what, one, two people around him trying to, it isn't, yeah. you, you mentioned Queen of the South and I think it's a good, um, a good example because in Queen of the South, the first two, at least the first season, the, the, the um, flashbacks. So it's, it's the main character, uh, we'll call her Queen, can't remember the name. Right. She's a drug lord um, and the story takes place from her looking back on her origin story. Right. And, I think the first season at least, second season gets a little bit silly, mm-hmm. but the first season at least, you see the from, coming from nothing, what she has to do to survive right. and to strive, then to conquer, then to establish herself, how friends turn to enemies, how friends turn to enemies, enemies turn to friends, how mm-hmm. the dynam- power structure dynamics change the more power she obtains, who she bumps up against, mm-hmm. and a new threat that comes from all over the place. Mind you, that's, I don't know, 10 episodes a season, 12 episodes a season, whatever. And with Boba Fett, if it's in line with cartel, mafia, kind of crime dramas, if it's in line with that, mm-hmm. and also being a Western, it falls brutally short. Yeah. Like brutally short. And us looking at it that way, right? in terms of a crime drama, which it should be, as you mentioned, I think, yeah, that would be a lot better. Is it being a, a, a dirt, a down and dirty crime drama? Right. Falls short in that. Um, it doesn't do any favors in making Boba Fett an a authority figure or threat. Right. Um, and like you said, he has to rely on telling people things as opposed to showing them. Right. And even when he does show them, if he tries to, it's not making a believer out of me. Yeah. He gets attacked, he gets dealt with. Yeah. Almost each and every time. It wasn't for Fennec. Yeah, he'd be dead. Yeah, over and over again. So yeah. it's 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 like a potential is there for speed to be something more, and for whatever reason, either not getting there yet, or um, they didn't think it that way, or I don't know. Yeah, like I, I don't understand the the process and where they're trying to get to. Yeah, I think that's that's a plotting issue. Or the route they're taking to get yeah, to where they want to get to. It's, it's a plotting issue, I think, for them because what's happening is that what probably should have happened in the present timeline is that he takes over. You know, he's getting tributes. He gets disrespected by somebody. Yeah, he has to deal with them. They murder them. He, right, right. <laughs> and then after that, then maybe there is a, an up and comer. You know, that's trying to usurp power. Yeah. He deals with them, right? Yeah. And then he finds out, oh, that the usurper is probably part of something larger. Larger. He has to deal with them. And he has to deal with them. When he deals with them, it's like, oh, war is coming because now the full force of somebody that's larger than you yes. is trying to take over your territory. And that ha- then that could be the end of season one. And right. season two starts out with the war. Right. And the conflict. Right. But, yeah. And, and I don't like... Like it's fun if we sit them down, kind of just thinking through plot and ideas, and it's making suggestions and stuff. Right. But we make no money from doing that. Yeah. So I feel like I shouldn't be doing all this work. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's fun. Yeah. But like, okay, so like, you're Disney. Uh, make this good. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. You, you make magic wands. You wave your wand and make it good. Yeah. And, and, and make I, it better, I should say. And I think, like I said before, with with this series, I think there there it seems like there's a battle behind the scenes in terms of making boba fett endearing yeah right and they're like, struggling doing they're, so. they're, they're struggling to do it i think the stuff they did in the past makes him endearing and mm-hmm. gives him like actually validity and purpose versus um 
the objective that they've given him in terms of establishing himself because they can't really do what they did with Mandalorian. Mandalorian is the bounty hunter who has a heart of gold. They can't, that story it's, line has been, been told. It's been so told. So then what you should have went in the other direction. Yeah. If anything, he wants to uh, create a crime syndicate to to dominate and just do whatever. Yeah. Or if it's the issue is, and I don't want to go ahead of this episode, but if the issue is that he doesn't want to work for dumb people right. anymore. He doesn't want to be a bounty hunter anymore. Right. So have him become a farmer. Right. Have him go and say, yo, I'm going to become a farmer and chill with these Tuscans and just yeah. chill in the desert and drink, you know, take spice, drink water, whatever the case may yeah, be. Yeah, but they did an episode of that in Mandalorian, though. They, 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 right, like, they, they wrote themselves into a hole in terms of, like, what they could have probably done with Boba Fett. So if they're going to do another direction where he wants to become his own man, then they have to kind of double down on that. Because, like... Like there are like the story tropes of like a, a thief with a heart of gold, yeah, you know, or like a fair crime boss, aka like we talked about like the Godfather and yeah. stuff like that, yeah, yeah, you know, like there is that concept there, but they're not leaning into that where we need him to be crime boss and to have a heart of gold, and and I think there's maybe a little fear there of like showing what he has to do to get there yeah. and and still making him endearing. Well, so there's a, there's a lack of confidence there. Something, I don't know. I'm presuming. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All, you know, we're, we're guessing and presum- making presumptions here, but I think it would be cool to see him in a, in a hole and where, in a situation where he's tried and tried and tried, like Michael Coley, and tried and tried and tried to be fair and even yeah. and chill. And then he just has to become the beast in right. order to really do what needs to be done because the people only respect brutality right and harshness they don't respect gentle and, and wisdom right and so seeing that contrast in the character yeah. willing to give like the soft palm versus the hard fist yeah that would be interesting kind of dynamic to see within one individual yeah it's, it's like kind of like the quote that um um i think i heard dave Chappelle's mom what get, like said to him it's like you have to, sometimes you have to be the line to be the lamb you want to be yes and i think that is that would be like the cool concept with boba fett that they're trying to examine is that okay well he wants to be this lamb he wants to do something with fairness and goodness and this position is not just about prestige for himself but actually what he can do for people. like the people yeah. but he's doing it through crime mm-hmm. but like okay well what does that look like to be a lion to be a lamb towards people who are truly the funny thing that statement you just made makes 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 the first episode or first two episodes side what you just said makes his flashback make more sense right because he taught his husbands how to fight with um, modern day weapons yeah put that way and hijack a, a spice train right spice is like drugs in the in, in the Star Wars universe yeah in order for them to have peace right right and so you're right and so I guess they're trying to ref- he's trying to reflect that now, in in the modern era, but he's just really failing at it. Yeah, like he forgot the part of being brutal in order to yeah. get to yeah that part. So I, I it's yeah. and it's just and it's not even necessarily being brutal. It's like it's being like assertive. Like it's just uh, a, it's it's a, it's a I don't know, man. When we start blowing up stuff, I think that's a little bit of brutality. Well, yeah, but like there there is. But yeah, you're right. No, he, stronger. No, you're right. Having a stronger assertiveness in, I don't know, actually, because I think he's he's pretty assertive when he confronts people. But he, but, like I say, he's not showing anything to back it up. Yeah, yeah. He has he has no backing behind him. Yeah. Only Fennec. Fennec is 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 his pure backing because you know, people come and deal with his case. He just says, "Oh, I'm Boba Fett. You'll respect me." But it's like respect the name. Yeah, Fett. But, what? But but I said, you'll respect what? You haven't done nothing yet. Nothing. I saw Fennec chasing down ninjas and captured a ninja. 
You imagine you like some some people they'll kill themselves if they if they get captured, but you actually captured one and brought it back, brought him back I by was yourself. Like, like what what did you do, bro? You <laughs> you didn't do nothing. You you're on the floor. He's you're constantly like, on the floor. Yeah, he's just like yo, you'll find them. If he's not on the floor, then he's in the bathtub tent. He's always this man's always taking baths. Yeah, well, he needs to be healed up. That's the premise. Like, that's, that's a that's a, yeah. He's he's, he's, he's a old. broken down man. Yeah, he's a broken down man. That's, all right then. Yeah, all right. That's exactly. <laughs> that's answered a lot of questions. So what did okay? So quickly, what did you think about the episode? Where do you put this episode? Uh, it's not. I dig it. It's not. Matt. What's the other one? Um, the other one is uh, there's reuse. There's meh. There's recycle. Needs work or remake. Recycle. Yeah, I think this one needs needs recycle. I think it needs to. It there could have been things that they they've done to kind of strengthen it, but um, yeah, it's very fillery in a sense. I I hate filler episodes. Yeah, I really do. Yeah, but, yeah, that's our episode for today. All right. Well, you can contact us on uh, Instagram at, at the afterwatch or or on Twitter at, at after underscore watch or you can email us at the afterwatch at pm.me. Let us know what you thought of episode three of the book of Bobo Fett. Did you like it? Did you dig it? Did you need did you need more work? What worked for you? What didn't? Let us know. That would be uh, very cool. You can hear us on all your podcast purveyors. You know your Apple Plays, your Google Plays, your your Podbeans, your Stitchers, your your I don't know. Did I say Podbean already? Podbean yeah. for times two. Anchor and iTunes and oh, Spotify. Shout, shout out to Anchor and shout out to Spotify as well too. Um, and always remember, the Afterwatch rocks the world. Yeah. Autobots transform and roll out. Uh, uh, uh.